Hello, and welcome to Catholicism in the Car. My name is Parker Zerbal. Trying to start out this podcast here, we are testing different microphone options. Uh, I had some headphones, some wireless headphones that uh, were like earbuds, and I tried those last night on a podcast. They worked. They worked better than just my phone speaker alone. Um, but this time, we're trying some wired headphones with a mic on it to get the mic a little closer to my mouth. And um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Looking at those sound waves, it, it seemed as though it uh, would work a little better. So, yesterday we were talking about um, the three different uh, paradigms for understanding reality. And the three that I listed were solipsism, nominalism, and realism. Uh, initially, we talked about solipsism, which, to review, is the, the kind of philosophical paradigm that looks at reality and says, all of reality is a figment of my imagination. Um, and really, the only thing that I know is that I am thinking. Uh, we referenced Rene Descartes, um, and then there, there have been some more recent uh, philosophers that have talked about this idea. I'm not sure if any have actually espoused the idea. The second paradigm for reality that we talked about was realism, uh, particularly as articulated by the philosophers Plato and Aristotle. Now, I didn't give much background on Plato and Aristotle. I was kind of assuming people knew who I was talking about. But for those of you who do not, uh, Aristotle is the, the pupil of Plato, um, and Plato was the pupil of Socrates. So in timeline order, it would go Socrates, Plato, Aristotle. Now, uh, Socrates, um, we do not have any extant writings uh, that claim to be from his own pen. All that we have about Socrates is written by Plato. Plato wrote uh, mostly dialogues uh, between different characters, whether real or fictional, um, to discuss various philosophical matters. Now, all three of these characters were ancient Greeks. Uh, I believe Aristotle died around the 350s BC, I believe. Um, so that puts uh, Plato slightly older than him, and Socrates slightly older than him. Um, you could probably say Socrates was born at the, the early 400 BC time period, um, early 400, so like 420 maybe, four, around 400, I don't, I can't remember exactly what the dates are. That brings up another point. This podcast is me totally on the fly. I don't have any notes. I'm basically just going off of everything that I've learned and read over the past number of years uh, in regards to philosophy and theology. So Plato, Aristotle, um, and then Socrates before both of them. 
we we talked about how Plato's understanding of realism was that there was a realm of the forms uh, that concepts resided in and everything everything else uh, gets its um, substance you could say using the Aristotelian word gets its substance from that realm of the forms so catness dogness uh, cats and individual cats and dogs get that their catness and get their dogness from this realm of the forms uh, Aristotle on the other hand thought that uh, concepts were real these concepts were real but they resided in in the individuals so dogness does not reside outside of the dog um, it resides within the individual dog but individual dogs share the the nature of dogness the concept of dogness okay same with individual humans cats whatever you might might say and then we went on to nominalism which as we had said was proposed uh, very initially by uh, Peter Abelard in the would that be the 11th century and William of Ockham uh, later developed it in the 14th century, the 1300s. Um, he was a pupil of John Duns Scotus, whom I have mentioned in a previous podcast, uh, one on uh, university, which you can go back and look at. John Duns Scotus um, influenced, in, in a lot of ways, um, this guy named William of Ockham. Now, both of these men were Franciscan, Theologians, Franciscans, are a religious order within the Catholic Church, um, derived from Saint Francis of Assisi. Now, William of Ockham was really the first one to kind of popularize or really lay out the ideas um, that are uh, within the paradigm of nominalism and as we talked about nominalism is basically the idea <laughs> that that concepts or ideas do not exist in reality they only exist by the fact that man gives them names uh, hence nomen nominalism okay. Now, what's interesting, um, particularly when you look at how these things relate to today, um, is that most of Catholic philosophy and theology today is based upon realism. Realism. Now, there, there have been, I mean, William of Ockham was a Catholic. Peter Abelard was a Catholic. Now, many would say they were heretical or quasi-heretical Catholics. Um, I'm not able to judge that. Um, I believe William of Ockham was under some sort of uh, penal restrictions at some point during his life uh, by the church. And I'm, I know Abelard was to either either by the church or I know he was 
very heavily persecuted by his lover's uh, uncle. Um, but anyway, these two thinkers um, were were kind of, I guess you could say, they kind of have the roots of skepticism as well. Um, they have the roots of skepticism because they they kind of take everything that was posited before them um, based upon Plato and Aristotle and say, well, you know, hey, let's think outside the box here. <laughs> uh, you know, they, they kind of say, well, we can't really rely on these things. And, and, it, and it's not like they're... they're you know, people weren't relying on Plato and Aristotle as persons. They're relying upon, and not even just their ideas because they're connected to their persons, but they're relying on their ideas because they seem intimately connected to reality. I mean, unless you get too far in your head, unless you think, if you think too much about thinking, you can start to divorce yourself from reality, and, and I would say solipsism is a good example of that. Um, if you start to, like, think about, okay, how do I know things? How do I... Then, you know, you, you start to kind of have some issues where you're not looking out of yourself anymore at what exists, but you're looking at, like, basically what your mind constructs us as existing. So, yeah, so I would say there's some dangers there, and I think that's, that's really the trap that William of Ockham fell into. Um, he was trying to solve a problem uh, for, the, for the sake of religion, for the sake of the church. Um, the problem that appeared to him, here's what it was. It was that realism and these concepts being out there seemed to be unprovable. Um, he, he posited his famous Occam's razor, which says, you know, the simplest explanation is the one that you should go with. And he considered uh, realism, the, the saying that concepts are real, as, as being too complex. Um, mainly in my understanding because it, it's impossible to prove. Now, <laughs> what's interesting I would say is that it's really impossible to prove either of these three things. Um, they are, they're, they're basically like premises within an argument. Um, you assume a premise, premise. Now, often it's based upon evidence but it's not proved by evidence, hardly ever, um, especially in deep the theological and philosophical issues. Uh, these things aren't proved by evidence. They have evidence that can bolster them up, but um, there is no way of knowing them 100%. I mean, even, you know, if you think in the case of solipsism, <laughs> people often say, well, you know that a rock exists for 100%. Well, if you're, a, if you're someone who ascribes to solipsism, then you don't know that that rock exists. I mean, you, you see what I mean? Like, it, it, pretty much in anything, you can you can break it down into skepticism if you want. Um, it's just whether you want to do that or not. 
Do you, do you want to live that way? Do you want to think that way? Uh, live so isolated that you can't understand what's right in front of you? You know, I would say that's nom that's kind of a fault of nominalism. It, is it starts to think too much inside the head of humanity of the person thinking, and and I think the person can tie themselves up into knots. Now, it's a good question, you know, that nominalism brings up. How do we how do we prove that concepts exist? But ultimately, it's an unanswerable question. Just like how do we prove concepts don't exist? You can't. They're, whenever you get into things that are this deep in philosophy, these, these deep premises of reality, it's impossible to prove them either way. So I would argue which one is most fitting. And not most fitting to you personally, but most fitting to the evidence we do have. You know, it, it does seem that we're able to make connections between, you know, saying a rock is, is a rock, whether it's large or small or rough or smooth. And it, it appears that, you know, children have this ability even before they're able to name these things. So, you know, that, that's what I would say is a good proof for realism. And I would kind of argue against nominalism with the logical fallacy of, slip, of the slippery slope. Uh, now, I get it. It's a logical fallacy. This isn't a great argument. But I think it, it is a good point. Once you start getting in your head this much, as does nominalism, and nominalism, as nominalism asks people to do, you know, it's skepticism is just down the road. If you want to live like that, live like that, but I don't.